you hallelujah all right today yes so would want to welcome all those online those who have joined us across the nation of the world the lord bless you thank you for joining hallelujah Amen. why we must make disciples of all nations that's my title for Tonight, why we must make disciples of all nations. Matthew 28. Matthew 28. From verse 16 to 20. Then the eleven disciples left for Galilee. Going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him. But some of them doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have given, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples. Teach these new disciples so the emphasis is on new disciples teach this new these new disciples to obey all the commands i have given you and be sure of this i am with you always even to the end of age hallelujah Amen. hallelujah Amen. all right so this is what we refer to as the great commission Yes, the Great Commission. And this is an instruction given by our Lord Jesus to his disciples before he was taken away from them. Yes, and uh, in that text, that is Matthew 28, um, we can identify three basic things. And the first is go and make disciples of all nations, not some nations, of all nations. Number one, go and make disciples of all nations. Number two, baptizing them. Baptizing them. Number three, teach them. Teach them. Hallelujah. Amen. Teach them. And uh, for Jesus to say, go... It means go. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, go. And uh, go is an active word. So it means it's a verb, right? So, you know, and we are told that a verb is a doing word. 
or an action word. Hallelujah. Yep. So to go means to move or travel. To move or travel in, ad, in order to do something. To move or to travel in order to do something. Or to do something while moving. To move or to travel to do something. Or to do something while moving. Hallelujah. All right. Now, let's... Let's now go into the message for today. But let's not forget that Jesus gave an instruction. He said, go. He said, go. And go means go. Hallelujah. All right. So, and once upon a time, Jesus said something. He said that if you love me, obey my commandment. Hallelujah. And Jesus has given a command. And he said, go. So if we are not going, this stands to reason that we are not obeying his commandments. Hallelujah. Yeah. Or we, are not we are not obeying one of his commandments. He says, go. So if we refuse to go, it's an indication that we are not obeying or we are not ready to obey one of his commandments. Hallelujah. And that is go and make disciples. Go and make disciples. You know, discipling must be part of every Bible-believing church, like our church. Hallelujah. And every church must be conscious or must make a conscious effort to make disciples. Hallelujah. And every church member must make a vow and a personal commitment that before they leave this earth, they should be able to make disciples. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So we must, in fact, we must make a conscious effort. Everybody must have a disciple. There she, you see, you should have somebody who is looking up to you as a Christian. You should have somebody who you are discipling. You should have, you have somebody that you are teaching the basic rudiments and the tenets of Christianity. Hallelujah. Alright, so why we must make disciples of all nations? Why? Because if we don't if you are not able to answer the whys, we cannot go. Hallelujah. And whatsoever you don't understand, or whatsoever we don't understand, we can't do effectively. Hallelujah. Yeah, whatsoever we don't understand, we can't do effectively. But when understanding comes, when light comes, when, 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 when revelation comes, we are able to do the thing with some kind of wisdom, and some kind of understanding and some kind of zeal and power. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So why we must make disciples of all nations? Number one, to prove that you are a real Christian. To prove that you are a real Christian. So this stands to reason that we have certain Christians who are not real Christians. And one of the criteria, one of the requirements to becoming a real Christian is to make disciples. Yeah. Why 
we must make disciples of all nations to prove, to show that you are a real Christian. Now, you see, if you see a real Muslim, right? One of the ways to identify a real Muslim, you see, the men, they have a certain mark here. Black one. You see, showboy has one. And people think he's a Muslim, but he's not. You understand that? So, from the scripture, Jesus Christ, you see, Jesus Christ was talking to his disciples, the Christians. He said that, go and make disciples. You understand that? And the Bible says that, you see, what he says to one, he says to all. You understand? So, he gave that instruction to the disciples. And that same instruction applies to you and I. He says you should go. So to show that you are a real Christian, you must make disciples. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, so like I said, the number one reason why we must make disciples of all nations is to prove that you are a real Christian. So to show us, right? Or to show, you see, you must let forgive know that you are a real Christian by making disciples. Amen. Yeah. One of the ways to identify the Muslim is, you know, they, know, they have a way of dressing. They, they, they wear that long flowing garment. Yeah. One of the ways to identify somebody from Togo is they wear that kind of intumatari. Yeah. Hope you understand. Yeah. So one of the ways to identify, a, this is not just a Christian, but a real Christian is that that person must have either a disciple or disciples. I know in secondary school, so this is my godmother. You understand that? And once the form ones come to school, everybody wants to have a daughter or a son. Amen. Everybody wants to have a daughter or a son. Everybody. You understand that? Yeah. And even some parents intentionally hand their daughters over to specific students, seniors, that take care of my daughter for me. And so this is my school father. This is my school mother. And when we are in Form 1, we are all aspiring to get Form 3 and become a school father and a school mother. So why can't we translate that same mentality into church? Why? We should be able to, you know, import and imbibe that idea into church. That you are always looking forward to have a disciple. You are always looking forward to have a soul being saved through us. We are always looking forward to ensuring that anybody that walks into the church must remain because Jesus says that we should go and make disciples. We should go. So, if you want to see whether I am a real Christian or not, it's not about the tongues. You see, it's not about the tongues you speak. And I know of a certain guy in a certain church. Oh, when the guy starts speaking in tongues, the guy is not using microphone. Everybody is praying with microphone. But when he starts speaking in tongues, his tongues is, is able to overshadow the microphone and the speakers. Heavy tongues, but he has no disciple. He has no disciple. Amen. You see, if you want to see a real Christian, a real Christian, Ask for the person's disciple. So you see that in this part of our world, Africa, a woman who is not giving birth, the mother-in-law will tell her that, prove to me that you are a woman, not a man, by giving me grandchildren. Yeah. They will say, prove to me that you are a man, you are a real woman, not a man, by giving me grandchildren. 
May that never happen to any lady in this church. Oh, I say may that never happen to any lady in this church. The day you marry, that's now may you get pregnant. In the name of Jesus. If I speak in tongues, say, If Nine months after that day, we will dedicate a baby. In nine months' time, we will come visit him with a boy and girl. Ada, ada. Amen. Listen, it is better. You see, that one is better than swallowing oil and asking God to give you a child. Yeah. That anointing is with me. I said receive it. I said receive it. I said receive it. Oh, Mary. Take it. One, two, three. Receive it. Hey. And this said, hey. In this church. Oh. You shall not be buried. Oh, I say in this church. If you marry. Oh. You shall. Oh. You shall not be buried. See, if you like, set your wedding dates and write that. Uh, see, set the wedding date. Just after the wedding date, the wedding day, nah. Three days later, buy a test kit and see something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hallelujah. Ah. <laughs> In nine months' time, may you come visit him. Oh, may you come visit him with a boy and girl. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. So, you see, it's a proof that you are fertile. It's a proof that your husband is fertile. It's a proof that both of you have no biological issue. Hallelujah. So, in the same way, let's import that idea and that zeal into the church. Let's import that idea and that zeal into our Christian life. Hallelujah. So to show that you're a real Christian, you must make and have a disciple. To show that you're a real Christian. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Matthew 7 20. Alright, so yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so can you identify people by their actions. So, in other versions, it says that by their fruits, you shall know them. By your disciples, we shall know you. By your children, we shall know you. Amen. Amen. So, anytime you see somebody who says I'm a Christian, ask the person, where is your fruit? Where are your disciples? Hallelujah. Alright, number two. Number two. Number two reason why we must make disciples of all nations. Number two reason why. To show that you are an active Christian. To show that you are an active Christian. 
Many childless couples are not sexually active. Some married women want children, but they do not want to have sex. Oh, Jesus. That is how it is with some Christians. They are Christians, all right, anointed, tongue-talking, firebrand, but are not active in God's work of soul winning. They are passive Christians, and that is why they don't have children. Yeah. So to show that you are an active Christian, listen, you cannot be praying alone and say that I will bear children. Listen, prayer does not produce children. Hmm? Prayer is one of the greatest acts of faith. Hallelujah. Because you don't see God, but you believe he's there. And you are talking to him and, and, and he's just he just somewhere minding his own business. And you believe he's listening to you. And you speak to him for, for months, sometimes years, before he will listen to you. And you still believe he's there. It's, in fact, it's, 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 the, it's, one of, it's the, if not one of, but it's the greatest act of, 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 of faith. Prayer. Yeah. So after you have prayed, you must take a step of faith. Hallelujah. Yeah. After you have prayed, you must take a step of faith. Amen. After you've prayed, you must take a step of faith. So, a couple is trusting God for children or a child. Then the man is living in Ghana and the wife is living in Brazil. How do you have children? And they are always praying and disturbing God, I want to make children, I want to have babies. Such prayer is a foolish kind of prayer. Amen. It's just like you it's just like you praying to God for work. And after you've prayed, you sit in your house and you don't take a step of faith. After praying, you must step out and look for work. Hallelujah. And believe that God will honor your faith. Hallelujah. So, in the same way, if you want children, you must be active, you must not be passive. And that is how some of us Christians have become. We are not active in soul winning and want to have disciples. Yeah. We are not active we are not soul winning and want to have disciples. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So you are in Ghana, your wife is in Brazil and, 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 and you want to have children. Even it's, it's, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So to show that you are an active Christian, you must be active in soul. Amen. Amen. Kobe, hope you understand. You don't produce children by praying and by smiling and looking at your wife and you just smile. It, in fact, it, does, it doesn't work like that. You must, you must be active or something. Hey, you must show something. Hey, you must show something. If I, there must be a performance and there shall be a performance. Yeah. After that, you must, you must pray, I'm preaching to you. Don't, don't, don't bend your head. Ingadima Kadaya. Amen. Hey. Kadimi Atosa. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. You must be active. And energetic. Yeah. 
The same way when we were unbelievers and were in the world, we're active doing and working for Satan. In the same way, when we come to church or we become born again, we must be active soul winners. So that's the second reason why you must make disciples of all nations to show that you are active. You are an active Christian. You are active. You are not passive. You are active. Amen. If you are not active, you can't have children. If you are not active, you can't have disciples. If you are not active as a church, our church will get finished. You come to church one day and you come to meet only the chairs. The pastor is sleeping. Everybody has gone to sleep spiritually. Yeah, because you're not active. Everybody is barren in the church. Everybody is barren. Listen, if we refuse to be active Christians, we will end up becoming barren. Amen. Amen. If we refuse to be active Christians, we will end up becoming barren as a church. You come one day and the church is finished. Oh, the instrument, everything is finished. The pastor, we've sold the instruments and we've shared the money among ourselves. Somebody said, you should sell Ghana and share the money for everybody so that wherever you like, you can go. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, that is how it is. It is what it is. So we have to move. Talk to people about Jesus. Tell them we all have friends and we know this person oh this this person yeah if you can't be active you see some of us will get to heaven eh oh i don't know how heaven will be like but i would want to believe that some of the things that we see here on earth eh which are see similar things in heaven eh, example i mean here we worship on earth. So we shall worship in heaven. Hallelujah. Yeah. And in heaven, I believe some people will stay in heaven Trasaku. And some people will stay in heaven Tulaku. <laughs> yeah, you see, it is heaven, you know, but it is Tulaku. Yeah. Some people will stay Heaven uh, cantonment or Jowulu, and some people will stay at heavy Nima Mamobi, and the place is noisy. Yeah, yes, that is it. Because everybody will be rewarded according to your works. The number of souls we have won. The number of people we have brought to church. And they have remained. Jesus Christ said. You did not choose me. But I chose you. Oh Jesus. That you should go and bear fruit. And let your fruit remain. And whatsoever you ask my father in my name. I will do it. So one of the criteria for answered prayer is for us to bear fruit. And not just bearing fruit, but our fruit must remain. Our fruit must remain. Amen. Amen. It's a sign 
that you are active. It's a sign. It's a sign. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. All right. From today, may we become active soul winners. Oh, may we receive grace to become active soul winners. May we receive grace to become active soul winners. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. See, there are a lot of people who wish to come to church. There are a lot of people who wish that somebody will speak to them about, about church. There are a lot of people. You see, sometimes, eh? Sometimes, I, I, when people refuse to do certain things, eh? Is, or when people be, refuse to win soul, win soul, or work, 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 do, do God's work. You see, when you say do God's work, it's not about preaching alone, no. Eh? It's not about preaching alone, no. What auntie he is doing for a church? Anytime we have, you know, we have a program, or we have a meeting, like the latest meeting we had on, on 1st May, for instance, right? And she prepared, if, oh, there's so below a steak. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, you can clap for her. It's that powerful. <laughs> Amen. And I think also, I think it was also for coffee. Somebody said, it's a, it's a, it's a pastor. There's so much steak. I said, yes. This one is not the ordinary one you drink in town. He said, and I, and I said, yes. This one is not the ordinary one you drink in town. This one is special one. And seriously speaking, me, honestly, that's my wife. I don't, I don't, I don't buy so in town. There are certain, some of them when you drink, they look as if you are drinking blue, blue, blue mixed with water. Oh, what is that? The thing looks like the thing looks like poison. <laughs> it doesn't, me, no, 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 me, me, I don't, I don't, I don't. I think there's there's one more left in the fridge. Eh? Chai, chai. I should have taken that into work this morning. You know? <laughs> Hallelujah. So what she's doing is, 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 is God's work. Hallelujah. Because once upon a time, there was a woman by name Dorcas. In the book of Acts, the Bible says, and Dorcas died. And the people said, this woman cannot die. Because if we bury this woman, some of our children will go naked. If we bury this woman, I can't have my wedding because this woman will sew my wedding dress for me. And the Bible said that they heard that Peter was in Joppa. And they had bathed the woman and washed and they laid her in a room. And they, when they heard of Peter, they invited Peter. And when Peter came, I hear one woman say, Peter, this is the uniform the woman is making for my children. If you allow this woman to die, my children will have to go to school naked. One person said, Peter, this is the winter dress this woman made for me. If this woman is buried, we are finished. Peter, do something. And this evening I've come to ask us, what can we or will we be remembered for when we are absent from this end? When our name is mentioned, what will come in mind? 
when our name, when the names of our children is mentioned, what will be the first thing that will come in people's mind? And what will people say about us? Oh, Jesus. I want to be remembered for that man who preached and preached and preached and people were saved. I want to be remembered for that man who invested his money, his energy, his connections in the church. I want to be remembered that the once upon a time, after I have served my generation and have lived for over 120 years and I am gone, I want to remember that that pastor, that pastor, even when he was 110, he was still preaching. What will your church remember you for? What will your pastor remember you for? What will your community remember you for? What will your family remember you for? What will your friends remember you for? I believe people stayed in the church because Dorcas made a dress for them. I believe certain people remain in the church because of Dorcas services. What will we be remembered for? Sometimes I wake up very early in the morning. I'm lying on my bed and I'm thinking that day how will it be like? When I meet him, what will he say? That day, how will it be like? If we always think like that, we'll be very careful when dealing with God. If we always think like that, see, hallelujah. And they said, Peter, do something. This one cannot die. This one cannot die. The Bible said, I remember when Mama died. I still believe that on the day she's late in stage, she will resurrect. I, I don't know, but I, I just had that feeling. I just had it. I thought I was the only person, not the pastor. Peter also was thinking like that. And I remember that the once when the lady I I went to stand, I was looking to her face like that. And somebody came to pull, I don't know who came to somebody came to pull me out. I was just hi. Listen, that woman, once you declare your intention to marry, your catering is sorted. I'm telling you. Once you declare that you want to marry, she will tell you that if you give birth. You are sorted. All she'll do is pick up her phone. You said, Ella? Uh, more credit to Hami. Pick up her phone. Okay, hello? Uh, oh, one of my sons. Uh, okay, bring this, bring this. Just, she'll just mobilize right now. We still miss her. We still miss her. I'm telling you. Hmm. Ah, Ila. Listen, there's a place we'll go to. There is a, there is a place. See, me, I am convinced about this thing, because, 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 because I told you about, about two experiences that I had. The first one, but I wasn't married. I came back from work and I was lying on my bed. And by the time I realized, I was out of my body. And I saw my body lying down. 
and there were see there was there was nothing like a wall and i could see very far and everywhere was white and i was walking out of my room and someone knocked on the door and i came back when i got married i saw myself in a queue and there was a man standing on a on 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 on, on a platform and he couldn't see his face and the man was glowing shining with fire around him and people were in a queue when you get to him he shakes you drag you to the onto on, onto the stage if you are for him, he will smile. If you're not for him, while you are standing, we gave in. Then they shouting. When I got to my turn, I was my turn, I was scared. When I got to him, he shook me, smiled, and I, and I woke up. See, let me tell you something. Me, I am convinced about eternity. I am see by reason of these two encounters, I am fully convinced about eternity. Hi. So let's decide to be active Christians. That is why Jesus said, it's one of my favorite scriptures, let us do the work of he that sent us because night is coming. Night is coming where nobody can work. See, today I went to work. I go to the office by 7.40, no, 7.10, 7.10, yes, 7, 7.10 I was in the office. 8, work started. 5 o'clock, I have closed. In the same way, one day she will close from this end. One day she will just start We will close from this end. So you see, like I said, being, you see, the church is not a social club. The church is not a social organism or a social entity whereby we come to fraternize. Whereby we say, oh, tell her what's up. I tell her what's up. Then we have old boys association. We have a shaman girl association. Then I counted Chemu three people. Chemu boys, Chemu people association in the church. My wife, Aunt Kiki, and Osofo Kofi. The pride of Tema. Chemu? The pride of Tema. Sir? The church is not a place whereby we have associations. No. The church is a spiritual organism, it's a spiritual entity. And whatsoever is done here must resonate or must be in tandem with heaven. Hallelujah. So this kind of wishy-washy Christianity whereby people have to coerce and cajole you before you do what is right. Let me tell you something. Listen, look at my black face. A day is coming. You will wish to do it, but the energy and the time to do it, you won't get it. Listen, today is the third of May, 2023. Look at my black face. Write this day down. I'm telling you. You look at my black African face. I'm telling you, a day is coming. You will wish. You will wish. You will wish. I'm telling you. You see, I'm preaching with energy. A day is coming. I can't preach like this. Oh. Ah. See, put that thing off here. Listen. No, no. It's just a day is hallelujah. A day is hallelujah. Is coming a day is coming where no woman where no one will be able to work. See, no one means no one. These are the words of Jesus. If your Bible is a proper Bible, those words are written in red. So, see, if you do it, you see, I tell people that listen, if you want to be in the world and it's not, don't worry, sit down and do the things of the world. Do it and do it and do and do it and do it to the to the to the fullest. So that when you are suffering hell, you suffer to the fullest. But today you are for God. 
Tomorrow you are for something else. Listen, that one you are not enjoying. If you want to enjoy, enjoy the drinks, enjoy all the alcohol, enjoy all the weed, enjoy the girls, enjoy all, enjoy the married men. And listen, enjoy them all. So that when you go to hell, you will suffer proper. And those of us who have decided to leave the things of this world and focus on eternity, when we get to heaven, we also enjoy proper. It got to a time, eh? I didn't even know that I was backsliding as a pastor. I didn't know. Listen, the line, you see, it's a thin line. Uh, 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 there is a thin line, I should say, between backsliding and still staying committed to God. I didn't know I was backsliding as a pastor. Because my attention was shifted. I'm telling you, past, you see, I told somebody that, listen, I am a man of God, not a God of man. So that's what the Bible says that, let he, that thing get his standard, take heed, lest he falls. You can easily backslide as a Christian and you may not even know that you're backsliding. Because for about three, four, five months, my mind has shifted. So that is why when I'm sleeping, you come to call me, I'll get angry because when I lie down, that's when God speaks to me. Hallelujah. Amen. So there are times, so, you so, so I mean, I'm, I'm leaving for work in the morning and my wife still asleep and I don't call her. Sometimes she doesn't understand why I don't call her. Every serious Christian, eh? see, your bed, I know I have digressed. Let me talk to you. Your bed is an altar. That is why the Bible says that you don't defile your bed. Your bed is an altar. Anytime you lie there or lie down, that is when divinity comes to speak to you. That is when God comes to reveal and whisper things to you. See, let me see. One of the things you can't joke with is your bedroom and your bed. You can't. You can't. You can fool everywhere, but don't fool on your bed. Don't defile your bed. I'm telling you, your bed is an altar. So I so so it got a time when I go to sleep. My dream life became some way past. Now I started asking, what is it? What is it? Because I go to bed and, 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 and I began to pray. I began to pray and I said, God, show me. What is it? The one day I was sleeping, the Lord showed me. I said, He said, Your mind and attention is shifting. Come back on track. And I asked, What is taking my attention? I told my, if I tell you, if I tell you, 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 you go shock. I, I know some of you don't believe, so I know you share my, I know you waste my time to, to say it. I know some of you don't believe it. Is it? Then I told my wife. So that day, when the girl spoke to me about that thing, I just took my phone and I deleted that from my phone. That is it. That is it. Hallelujah. Amen. You can easily backslide. Easily. And all your years, all the seed you've sown in church, all the, all the food you've prepared for the church, all the things you've done, whoa, 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 will amount to nothing. And you find yourself in hell. The Bible said that when a rich man died, in torment is a place. See, if you like, believe. If you like, don't believe. The day you die, 
you understand. See, in hell, you remember I was wearing a blue shirt and I was preaching to you. I'm telling you. He said, see, I'm not scaring you. I'm telling you what the Bible is saying. In hell, in torment, he lifted up his eyes and he saw Lazarus and he said, send Lazarus to dip his finger. Today, in our office, a, pie, a, a tap broke out and there was water gushing everywhere. Clean water. But in heaven, but in hell, some people will ask for a drop of water to cool my tongue. For I am tormented in the flame. Listen, if you're a Christian, be a Christian, be a real Christian. If you're a Christian, be an active Christian. Hallelujah. Number three. Why we must make disciples of all nations. Number three. To show that you are matured. Kadima Adozanda Bragada. Number three. To show that you are mature. Listen. Somebody will say, oh, I've been at church for 15 years. I've been born again for 15, 17, 17 years. It, 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 doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you're a mature Christian. Hallelujah. Because I have seen some, I have seen some trees or some, or some plants. That have been that have been the soil for a long time without fruit. Eh? Eh? To show that, uh, uh, you know, to show that a plant or a tree is matured, it must produce fruit. Eh? Yeah. So you see, people say, "Oh, this guy is matured because his tongues are heavy." Listen, you are joking. You are joking. His tongues are heavy. That's why his tongue speaks one tongues. It can kill a cow. Hey! I remember in a prayer meeting on Legon campus when we were praying and in a bush. And I said, well, let me go to that side and go and weave and come. And I heard one guy pray. Tongues on. God is is it God is hearing things. Hey, the tongue hey, God, you are hearing things. everything is so. Hallelujah. So one of the signs that you are mature is we must make disciples. Another reason why we must make disciples is to show that you are maturing. Christians without convert is immature. Yeah, you don't have a convert. You are immature. It shows that you are not fully developed. Yeah, you are not fully developed. Spiritually, some people who are supposed to be women spiritually, they are like men. They have, they have flat chest. Because every man, you see, one of the signs of, 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 of maturity in a woman eh, is that she must have breast. Hallelujah. Yeah. Another sign is that when she is straight, like a tree, she must start become, you see, she start becoming curvy around. Hallelujah. Another sign is that they start, how do you call this thing? They start menstruating. Hallelujah. Yes, a sign that they, and with, their, and, 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 and with the boys or the young guys, they start having broken voices. Amen. Amen. So if you don't have disciples, it shows you are not fully matured. You are not of age. You are unripe. Who 
bread. You are unripe. You are like an unripe mango. A mango broom. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So when you become born again, eh, you must grow. Hmm? You must grow. From childhood to adulthood. Everybody must desire to grow. I remember when I taught in this church how to grow. Yeah, I know. I know. You've, you've forgotten how to grow as a Christian. Read your Bible, pray every day if you want to grow. All right. So Hebrews five twelve, Hebrews five twelve. You have you have been believers so long now that you ought to be teachers. Wow. Yeah. There are some people they ought to be teachers, but people spend three years learning a trade and they say they are masters. How many years? Do you, how many? Three years, right? Yeah, three years. And now you're now you're a madam. So now, so now, can you teach somebody how to sew? I'm coming to you. Amen. Can you teach somebody how to sew? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah? Yes. So, see, after three years, she thinks she can teach somebody how to sew. Because she said, Madam. Amen. And Paul is saying that some of you, you have been around for a very long time, but now you should be teachers. So, you see, if three years, you have become confident to teach somebody how to sew, and you've been a Christian for 10 years, and you can't even win a soul to church. Ah! What should we do with you? Amen! Three years! You are confident to say that, bring me your child, I will teach you how to sow. Oh! And you take money, and you take drinks, and you say, now I'm your madam, now call me madam. Yeah, you say, call me madam. But for 10 years, 10 Yes, even not even a single goat has fallen to church. Hi, listen. If you cannot bring a goat to church, forget about bringing a sheep. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. No, 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 no. Let me turn that way around. If you cannot bring a sheep to church, forget about bringing a goat. Because goats are stubborn. As for sheep, they are very, you know, they are very calm. Yeah. So Paul, so Paul is saying that. You have been believers so long now that you ought to be teachers of others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's word. You are like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. Amen. Amen. Alright. So the number of years being a Christian doesn't really matter. Yeah? Our ability to bear fruit after our own kind. Alright. We are ending. Number four. To show that you have overcome the chokers of the world. Of the world. Sorry. Sorry? No, it's the word. Sorry. What? Where? Yeah, word. W-O-R-D. To show that you have, you have overcome the chokers of the word. So you see, anytime, it's anytime your pastor preaches to you, there are a lot of things that comes to distract. Okay. And the cares of this world and the deceitful of riches and the last of other things entering in, choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. Wow. So, the word choke means to block or obstruct a passage or process. Choke means to block. So, there are things that blocks the word. Don't. So when we become so occupied with things, I mean, yeah, with things, we become so occupied. Oh, I need to get a diploma. 
I need to get a degree, I need to get a master's, I need to get, I need to get a new car, I need to get a house, or I need to get the, the latest phone, get the latest dress. Listen, I'm not, you see, all these things are good. But the thing here is that we give it more attention than making disciples. I'm telling you. We give it more attention. And someone says, oh, uh, I have bought a new car. So on Sunday, I would want to take it to I want to go and try it because on Sunday there's no, there are no cars on the road. Or I've, I've, I'm not learning how to drive. So on Sunday mornings, there are no cars. So I'll go and drive on Sunday morning. You see? These are some of the chokers of the word. Hallelujah. And these things are such that if we follow them, we'll not have time for the things of God. We'll not have time for prayer. We'll not have time for soul winning. We'll not have time for studying gospel. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just not have time for them. See, one of the things that can block us from serving God is family. That's what Jesus Christ said. If you cannot hate your mother. You see, that hate, it doesn't mean go and look at your mother and say, hey, I'm hating you, a witch. No, 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 no. <laughs> if you cannot hate your mother, hate your father, your brothers and sisters, oh, you can't, you, you can't, you can't save me. That's what he said. Now, if anyone will come after me, I think Matthew 16, 24, he must first deny himself, pick up the cross, and follow me. Oh, and today, one of the things that chokes the word of God is self. Selfishness. Self. Self. Aggrandizement. Self. Cocoti. Cocoti. Like Krokro. Eh? Eh? You are coming to church, and one who say Krokro, you are walking like a Selfishness. Self-centeredness. self it's, it's all about you. You have become like UTV. It's all about you. But after today, after today, may we not be like UTV. It's all about, it's all about you. Amen. But may we be like Netu TV. Beyond the limit. <laughs> yeah. Beyond the limit. Netu. Beyond the limit. Amen. So if we are able to win souls or make disciples of all nations, it's an indication that, because you see, the word will come, the pastor will preach powerful like I'm preaching. And you've received the word. Once you walk out of, once you walk out of the church, you know, and they will whisper to you, you have not paid your rent, you are going to win soul. Hmm. So in case you are bringing the soul to church and it starts raining, where will you put the soul? Your landlord will come and sack you. You see, that's the choke. So, so your rent can choke the word. See, in fact, you are dressed up on fire, going. And today I win so. Then you come and whisper to you. Then your phone will ring. Then that girl you've been chasing for years and she's not giving you attention. The day you decide to win so, that's the day she'll call you. Hello. Like Cassandra. Hello. Praise. I have decided. I have decided that what he told me, I will, I will consider. So, priest, where are you? If you don't come now, my mother is sending me. And a son is waiting for you. You've been chasing this girl for months and years. She's not giving attention. But she called you. And when she's, and you see, and when she, you see, 
and when she's talking to you, your pastor's call is on call waiting. Then you're asking yourself, Menko Adua, and ask Menko Sofo. Heavy mass weight, part 123. Please, if you don't come, today is your last. If you don't come, my mother is sending. I don't have time for you again. Oh. Then you start. Ah, in Ladabaha. Then you'll be like, the other day, pastor said we shouldn't miss opportunity. <laughs> yes, the other day, pastor preached about how to identify an open door. Hey, I am 27 years of age and I don't even have a bona bed. Hey, what can I do? But you see, but you see, the same word of God says that if your fruit remains, Whatsoever you ask my father in my name, I will do it. <laughs> Hallelujah! Iladabahaya. Priest! Priest is calling you. Priest. <laughs> the chokers of the world. Yeah. There are some of them. They would see. Some people, if you're not careful, even the desire. To marry, it can choke. Hey, it can choke the way. It can choke. It, it, oh, the desire to marry. They are desiring to marry. Give me sister joy or I die. So bring it. You are praying. Lord, give me sister joy or I die. When people are asking for continent and nations and community. Give me Scotland or I die. You are saying, Give me that joy or I die. People are saying, Lord, use me as a vessel to transform my family. You are saying, Give me brother joy or I die. Continue. You are doing well. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. You know, so there are some of the things. Oh, they will choke the word of God right, right now. Right now. Hallelujah. Amen. Finally, finally, number five. Why we must make disciples of all, number five. It shows you are abiding in Jesus and his word is abiding in you. John 15, 4 to 5. 4 to 5. It shows you are abiding in Jesus and his word is abiding in you. John 15, 45. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, and you are the branches. Those who remain in me, and I in them, will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Hallelujah. Jesus is saying here that... You and I cannot bear fruit except we abide in him. Yeah. So it means we must stay in him. We must be planted in him. We must be resident in him. We must remain in Christ and continue in the things of God. Hallelujah. Yeah. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you want. It shall be done unto you. Amen. So, if you want to show that 
or and so the reason why we must or one of the reasons why we must win we must make disciples of all nations is to show that it's a sign or to show that we are abiding we are staying we are remaining and continuing to remain in Jesus you see you can have you see you have to abide in the same place for some time in order to become productive in that very place no mango tree can bear fruits after just one year yeah yeah you must abide you understand that I, I, I didn't just become a pastor overnight no a long time went through process 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 and I became a pastor so you so you so you can't just produce fruit a mango tree how many years did it take for a mango tree to produce fruit more than a year right yeah, more than a year. More than a year. So in the same way, right? If you want to bear fruit, he says, remain in him. Be consistent with church. The things of God. Be consistent. You see, that's just like the way we make up our mind. Now today I'm going to visit Beatrice. Hmm? I'm talking to you. You see, yeah, I might make up my mind. Today I'm going to work. Today I'm going for lectures. Today I'm going to visit this person. When it's time for just make up your mind. You see? If you would have to be called, cajoled, anakazoled, biazoled, and anadeed before you come to church, it means you are not abiding. And it also means you don't even understand what you are doing. You don't understand the blood that was shed. You don't even understand your salvation. You don't even understand the gravity of your salvation. You, don't, you, see, you just don't understand. You, are, you see, you're just, you're just behaving like, you're just behaving like, and there's the one boy who is learning how to recite a lion. You see, a lion, a lion, a lion has a tail, he has a big head and a very small waist, and a very small waist. <laughs> yeah. And you have Christians like that. You see, we call them a lion Christian. A, li- a, lion, you see, a lion has a tail, he has a big head and a very small waist. You see? <laughs> Amen. But when you abide, when you abide, you will get to know that a lion has a tail. It has a big head. And this is the waist. In a very small waist. Not in a very small waist. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Psalm 92. For they are transplanting the Lord's own house. They flourish in the court of our God. Even in their old age, they will still produce fruit. They will remain vital and green. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's your faith. Come on, you make it your prayer. 